Hey ladies, welcome to the Diamond Hands podcast. So you want to own a med spa? Welcome to our community and explore the exciting industry of medical aesthetics and hear from experienced med spa owners and relevant industry experts to guide you on your path. Mindset, money, practice management, marketing, find it here. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Diamond Hands Podcast. This is arguably our most well-produced episode ever. <laughs> so we're here with Dr. Joelle Lehman. So she is the owner of Elite Med Spa in Needham, Massachusetts. So welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to do this today. <laughs> Thank okay. you. So guys, I gotta tell you, it's like raining outside. Mm. It's one of those days when you're just like, mm and you'd rather be like in your bed cuddled up with pillows and a very handsome man. <laughs> yes. Yes. But instead, we have to work. <laughs> exactly. Instead, we have to work. And um, so so tell us, you know, a little bit about your background because speaking of handsome men, you've dealt with a woman who've had lots of babies dealing with handsome men. Yes. Former OBGYN, or you are an OBGYN. Yes, yes. So tell us about kind of like your journey, how you even got into medicine in the first place and what kind of gave you that drive to become a doctor? Well, Leslie, we don't have two hours. <laughs> Make it kind of a little bit abridged version. Yeah. Um, so my background, I grew up in Canada, so I like to do a shout out to my 416 Toronto. Yes. And um, I went to McGill in Montreal and I wanted to go into medicine. Um, having gone through the process of going into medicine, I feel as though your, your industry almost chooses you. You mm. don't choose it as you go through all your rotations of surgery and pediatrics and OB and all of it. And you start feeling kind of your niche, what you're good at mm -hmm. because you're dealing with human beings, yeah. right? You don't want to yeah. do something that makes you insecure or... Um, that you can't relate to. Yeah. And as a woman, I just really related to women. Yeah. So um, I loved surgery. So the combination was so great with OB because yeah. you not only deal with women, but you're doing surgery. And for a long time, I really looked at being a surgeon on its own. Oh, wow. So you were, were you thinking like cosmetics? Actually, or? no. I was thinking of just general surgery. Wow. But the issue with general surgery, I found, is that once you remove whatever you're doing for surgery, mm -hmm. you lose that patient. You don't have follow-up. Yeah, because you're just like, your spleen or your pancreas. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's gone. You're done. You can go back to your general practitioner. Yeah. And I realized through my just training that I really loved the relationship. Yes. And I saw with OB and with GYN is that you're going through many different phases of a woman's woman's um, medical conditions, yeah. having children, going through menopause. Mm -hmm. And I love that long-term relationship, but yet yes. I still love surgery. Yes. So it kind of just grew on me and that's, that's so awesome. how I transitioned into OB. Mm -hmm. um, how I got into cosmetics was really interesting so I was in a very large practice of 10 other docs which is basically a lot of OB practices yes and one of our practitioners were doing injectables and this was mm, 15 years ago that's, that's when I like really started to yeah pop. yeah yes. and I was kind of taken with it because you're as I said you're going through all these different phases through a woman's life yes and aging is one of them yeah and what happens to our bodies through aging and kind of that general feeling, the psychology of getting older and what that looks like, what that feels psychology, like. Psychology, yes, huge. And as she was 
kind of finishing her career, she wanted to give up doing injectables. So I looked into, hey, how hard is it as a surgeon to start yeah. doing injectables? So I did begin about 10 years ago, mm -hmm. starting to do just a little Botox, yes. neurotoxin, et cetera, um, in the office. And of course, that snowballs. Well, One thing leads like, to another. You do Botox? Yes. 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 <laughs> and my friends were all of the age where they were like, wait a second, we, we need this too. Yeah, because they want to look as good as you, of course. Oh, thank you. Of course. Um, so it was kind of a natural transition. Yeah. And as that started getting busier and busier, I started thinking I maybe need to give up a little bit of my OB time and being mm. on call. And now this was becoming lucrative for me so yeah. I could afford to do that and at the same time my kids were getting older yeah so I have three boys my twins oh my are God. 17 today oh my goodness I know that's so fabulous so 17 and then your other child is how old 14 oh my god three boys and so as they were kind of growing up I was cutting down on my OB and staying over overnight so first mm -hmm. I gave that up and I had kind of one foot in the door mm -hmm. um I met with actually the pool sculpting rep who was at that point in time thinking OB is the perfect place to kind of push pool sculpting because yeah. you're having children and your body changes and whatnot mm -hmm. so basically I bought a machine and then within probably about three weeks bought a second machine. This was wow. back in the day where each applicator took about an hour. <laughs> now so, it's like half hour. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And you have four at the same time. But mm. then it was like one hour. I was there for eight hours. It took forever to do an abdomen. Wow. And I leaned over one morning to my husband and said, I kind of want to open up my own my own spa. <laughs> and as the mathematician and the brainiac in the family, yeah. he said, okay, well, as long as this X, Y, and Z and the finances work, why not? Wow, that's so So great. I took the plunge about seven years ago. Yes. I opened our first very small elite. Yeah. Um, so it was actually across the street in Needham. Wow. It's, um, it was literally a thousand square feet. Two cool sculpting machines. Mm -hmm. I had a hydrofacial machine just to do some facials, and yeah. it was myself and an esthetician, and that was wow. There every Saturday, answering phones, trying to build a business. But like day one, we were profitable. That's so amazing. And I'm still doing GYN once a week, going into the hospital, doing mm -hmm. my regular. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I have to make a decision. Yes. It's either going to be aesthetics, mm -hmm. or it's going to be. You know, you know that feeling when you're doing a little bit of everything and nothing's, yeah. nothing's really sticking. So yeah. So tell us more about that process of, and you guys, you heard that, make a decision. Yes. And that, girl, we were talking about some other things we got to make decisions about, yes. but we're not going to put that uh -uh. on the podcast. Uh -uh. Oh. <laughs> no, so, we're not going to talk about that. No, we're not. So, you know, making decisions yeah. and, and being committed to something is, is something that maybe a lot of people struggle with, but... Tell us, how did you come about to making that decision and saying, I'm going to be committed to this new path forward? What yeah. was that thought process that you went through? Well, I think it's a really good question. I mean, I would say to any woman who's listening to this, one of the hardest things once you have children is, as a working mom mm -hmm. is you feel like you're failing in both areas. Mm -hmm. You're not there enough for the kids and you're not at work enough mm -hmm. and you need to find that balance. Yeah. And it takes some time to figure out what that balance is for you. What are you yeah. comfortable with? Some people have to work five, six days a week, so yeah. they don't get that choice. Yeah, It's actually a luxury that you can choose. Mm -hmm. um, for me, I think that a lot of it was my kind of my own monkey on my back feeling like 
I went through all this education and how yeah. can I give this up and is aesthetics really an industry? Is it uh, enough of an industry? And I guess at one point, it took years. I mean, wow. all my girlfriends were like, would you give up the pap smears already? Like, what? <laughs> I'm like, get out of the vaginas. Like, we're good. <laughs> we're good. Well, you're spending, like, you're volunteering, basically, going in for a day <laughs> for with day. what you can do at your spa. Yes. And I think, for me, I needed that transition to really yeah. trust myself and wow. be... Because we were already profitable. So exactly. it wasn't an issue for me with the committed feeling of, is this working or not? I knew it was successful. Mm -hmm. It was more about my education and all the years I did. Yes. And will I be proud of myself that I mm. gave it up? And I'm glad I did. That. You know, you have to do what works for you. I'm glad it took me a few years. Yes. Because once I said, enough. Mm -hmm. Then we moved here, and this is 4,000 square feet. It's a beautiful space. I opened a wellness center, yeah. and now I really have both feet in and feel very confident. Yeah, you're that all I the committed. Way. Yeah, yeah, you're all the way in, you're all the way committed because I, I yeah. think that's, but you know, I, I think it's important for our, our viewers to understand too. It's like you talked about it, having that transition period of saying, okay, it's all right to have one foot in and one foot out the door for a little bit of time while you're kind of getting confidence in your new role. Yeah. So I even think for a lot of women too, to say I am the boss or I am in charge or I am truly responsible for all this and the livelihood of people that work for me, I think that's a big responsibility that not many women are very confident in stepping into right away. Yeah, and also like we didn't learn anything about managing people yeah. in medicine. Mm -hmm. I mean medical students and residents, you know, you train them, but they're not really your They just whip them. Yeah. <laughs> Let <laughs> me tell you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Those doctors will whip the residents. Like my sister, yeah, no. It's true though, you don't have that skill. So a lot of it was a learning curve for yeah. me. And I have been so lucky that it's been a really good fit, the people that I hired. Yeah. I mean, we've we have no turnover. I've wow. had Nicole's our um, office manager and esthetician and now our lead esthetician. Mm -hmm. She's been with me from, you know, six months in. Wow. So um, she, I've learned a lot from her. Yeah. And I think that's another thing is just keeping your mind open that you make mistakes. Are they mm -hmm. mistakes you're going to, you know, do you drive yourself crazy over them or are they mm -hmm. learning opportunities? Yes. And I bought a machine for, oh God, $180,000 that yep. I had for she six months. It. And I was like, you know what? It's not working. I'm selling it. Wow. Instead of, oh, what am I going to do? And, da, 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 and you know, just like, make next, the decision. Next. next. Okay. That, that didn't work. Instead of this whole thing of that was a mistake. Yes. Ooh. So I learn a lot from... Well, I don't know what another word for the mistakes are, but mistakes are good. It pushes you. You learn. Stepping um, stones. It is. In a they way. are absolutely. Yeah. And now, you know, we went from two staff, and now we have thirteen of us. Yes. And you know, you brought up something really important, and it was really hard for me over COVID, mm -hmm. because how do I hold on to these people that this is my livelihood, this mm -hmm. is their livelihood, and what do you, you know, some of these people are living paycheck to paycheck, yes. and how do I keep them afloat? Because mm -hmm. now that is my responsibility. Whereas yeah. before, you just go in the hospital, you do your time. You're you, out. Yeah. Clock out, done. Yeah. So yeah. The, and also, you have a great connection. I have a family here. It is absolutely family. Maria, yes. who is our patient care coordinator, will tell you this is her family. Wow. And so I think it's just a really important, you know, as you commit mm -hmm. to what your decision is mm -hmm. to whether if you're half here or half there and take the transition versus being all in, mm -hmm. it, you have a new, a new job. 
It's a new yeah. opportunity, right? It's a new opportunity. And definitely. I take courses for management. I have Nicole taking courses for yes. management. Um, yes. My husband is always man. He's in the financial industry and has always managed yes. people. And I ask him all the time, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't working with this person. What do you think? And he's like, stop managing how you want to be managed. Manage Ooh, how they, they want need to be managed. Ooh. And that was a yes. really good, like I, you know, we talk about it a lot. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what, what the, and it's not negative. It's just learning. Yes, it's just learning. Yeah, and I think anybody in this industry will tell you it moves faster than any other industry. Yeah. I have bought, sold machines Mm -hmm. that worked six years ago. But they don't do the same, they don't have the same results. They're like dinosaurs now. Yeah. Six years. It's not up to market, you know. um, You have to feel, you have that momentum, you have to go to conferences. Yes. You have to um, kind of just open your mind to the people around you that can Mm -hmm. teach you. Because there's so much to learn in this industry. Yeah. And I love that because obviously any doctor loves to learn. Right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, you guys are like straight nerds for yeah, a lot. Oh, 100%. 100%. You're like starting out. And I love that. And, you know, even even with that too, you know, something that you touched upon that I is kind of want to dive into more. So you talked about managing to how your people want to be managed, not how you want to be managed. And like personality profiles and understanding your people and is so important. So like if you were to recommend like a, a course for a med spa owner to take, you know, what kind of courses do you think they should be taking kind of as like a, a business 101? Yeah, I think you have to um, look at what's out there because honestly the courses are so expensive. So I always yeah, think like, I was shocked yeah. when I first looked at the industry and the, cause if you go to an OB course, it's, doesn't cost the same. Yeah. And which is crazy. You think it would. It's You're a lot dealing. more I well, actually yeah. don't know why. Um I'm just I think I would look online first. Mm-hmm. There's tons to learn online. Yes. Um the SBA, the Small Business Association, has a lot of free to learn. resources. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has a lot of resources. Um and then you can go to the you know the Harvard management courses and spend all that. Yeah. Um but there's a lot online that you can learn. And mm-hmm. I also think talking to your colleagues. Yes. Yeah, I mean when I when I first opened, I sat down with a plastic surgeon that I'm friendly with, mm-hmm. and I said, what one machine do I need in addition? I have two cold sculpting machines, and I do injectables. Mm-hmm. He was like, get a hyperfacial machine. Mm-hmm. Get something for facials. That thing is going to, it's inexpensive. You've got an esthetician. So, you know, I don't, I know we, we tend to always talk about competition, because I think that gets in into people's heads a little bit in yeah. this industry, but I think... If you talk to your colleagues and you find somebody that's a little bit of a mentor, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. can help you. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because, I mean, there's so there's millions of people in the United States. And, guys, we're all aging. <laughs> and, and it's Isn't just like, exactly. It's like, I was, sometimes I was looking at myself, I was like, ooh, I'm kind of tired today. Um, but it's just like, we're all aging. There's a market. And it's just a matter of, like, how are, how are you educating your market? How are you educating your little part of, I call it the vineyard or whatever, in order to make sure that these people understand that your services are there, you can help them, and they can come in and get help by you. Because even I've seen places where there's a med spa, there's one right across the street. Oh, yeah. They're still booked and busy, mm-hmm. both of them. Yep. And so that mindset of like um, of, of competition and always looking over our shoulders and things, it's not serving. It's very it's, it's scarcity. It's not abundance mindset yeah. at all. Yeah. And I think when, I think competition is such a big thing in terms of social media as well. Like you can mm. really get into your head when you're watching all of what's happening on social media. And yes, I'm, I'm a victim to it as well. And when that happens... I stop mm-hmm. and put it down and I this is what I tell my children all the time they all are very competitive hockey players 
stay in your lane. My children, the same thing. They're all competitive hockey players, and I, my advice is always stay in your lane. There's always somebody better than you. There's always someone doing something you're not doing. But you know, you sit there and scroll on social yeah. media, and you're like, oh, I don't do that, and I don't. Maybe you're not capable. Maybe you want to learn how to do that. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's not your niche. Mm. Find your thing. Yes. I mean, this is what I tell my when I when I trained residents. I would always say, find what you're good at. Yes. And follow that. As mm -hmm. you're, you know, it's like, should I go into OB? Should I go into GYN oncology? Should I go into this? Should I go into that? Like, what, who do you want to deal with every day? And that's Ooh. part of, you know, why I, we have now started doing sexual wellness, probably now three, four years yes. in our business. And it's been so great to blend both of my backgrounds, yeah, that's right? Beautiful so you, aesthetics yeah. and then sexual wellness coming yeah. together. Because OBGYN, yeah. you're dealing with a lot of that. And because, it's yeah. my bread and butter. It's easy. Yes, for me, you're like, oh, right? Like this yeah. is this is this exactly. is regular. Like, like I know what I'm doing here. Confidence, exactly. Uh, yeah, and you do want to be confident. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're dealing with people. If you are insecure, or you they, people pick up on that. Yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And when you talk about too niching, is just is also important because some people try to be jack of all trades. Yes, and you know I can do this. We can do this. We can do that. And it's it's not realistic. You know, and I think what you said there is important, staying in your lane. And because someone might be really great at lips or someone might be great at threads or someone might be great at, I don't know, post-lymphatic massage. I don't know. Right. There's so many different ways you can go in aesthetics, but find what you're good at and be known for that. And Alicia's our nurse. Um, I hired her part-time. She's going through her nurse practitioner school. Mm -hmm. um, when she came to me, she was like, I, I really don't know. I love injectables, yeah, but I don't know what I love. Yes, and I'm like, I've seen you do a million lips. You love lips. Yeah, like, no, I do. So <laughs> there it is. That's your That's thing. And that here's the other thing about that. That doesn't mean you can't do other things. Exactly. True. True. Like I do injectables. I do threads. We have a ton of body treatments and cool sculpting and whatnot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But if it if somebody were to ask what my specialty is, yeah, it's sexual wellness. Yeah, and that is. That's so that awesome. definitely, but that doesn't mean you can't do other things. It just might be one of the you that know you're kind of grab for. Yeah, like that's your primary thing. Yeah, like even even like with what I do, it's like you know I, I work with a lot of people in aesthetics. But do I have lawyers that are clients? Do I have people yeah. that are clients? Yes, but right, like, I'm not marketing that exactly. all the time. Exactly. And so that's that's the thing. So I understand that. And so so with that and uh, in your in your practice, like. You do a lot of teaching around the country. So can you like talk a little bit more about the education that you do around the country, what you speak about, and how you even got into speaking? Yeah, that was a little tricky for me. It took me a <laughs> long time to be like, I can do a face, I can do a social media post. I'm like, oh, I got to do my hair, I got to do my makeup. I'm like, oh, forget it. Just take pictures. <laughs> I don't have time for that. You're like, it's done. First of all, it's, too, it's funny because like, Vanity is such a personal thing for people, and, and as I meet people, and I'll get back to your question, I'm not avoiding. No, I don't know. Um, I as, as I meet people, you realize vanity is so personal. Yes. And as a gynecologist, I talk about the most personal things that anyone, right? Personal, yeah. So I feel like it took a really long time for me to be able to public speak, or I mean, I spoke for gynecology, but you're in a room of gynecologists. It just yeah, felt so like different. Comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. We all know what we're talking right. about here. And I would look at these videos and go, oh my God, everyone looks so good. Like, how do I look so good? And just <laughs> pretend I'm like injecting someone. 
But you know what? Just turn the camera on. I'm objective, so I'm not going to pay attention to how I look. Yeah. So speaking, um, you know, it was actually my Galderma representative Mm -hmm. who came to me and said, look, you are injecting like crazy. Yeah. I know you like our products. We'd love you to be a gain trainer. Wow. And that was the beginning of the injectable teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, My cool sculpting rep came to me and said, would you come and do dinners and keynote speakers um, just because we were so busy yes and then I realized I'm not talking about a product I'm talking about like how I use it yes instead Mm -hmm. of you know I don't want to talk about all the science as much as I actually enjoy speaking about how to make it lucrative how to make it work for your practice because that actually just happened for us and I'm just sharing my experience and my knowledge which then um, I speak for Viviv as well. Um, wow. That's our laser treatment yep. for mm-hmm. um, vaginal atrophy and tightening. That again yeah. is second nature to me yeah. to talk about anything wow. that's um, for sexual wellness. And I know I had met you in Dallas because yes. I was there for the sexual wellness speaking. <laughs> yes, you were. So um, yeah, it's just fun, and I love. I just love being with my people. Because yes. you meet so many people. You do. And mm-hmm. um, it was just great to see all the Boston people there. And we really got along. We were, oh yeah. my gosh, there were tons of us. And it was I just, know. It's it was so great. good because I don't have that competitive. I am a competitive person, but I'm competing yeah. against me. Exactly. I'm looking at my numbers things. from last year to this year. I want to grow our practice. Exactly. I'm not worrying about what so and so is Because we don't know what Sally, time. Michael, John, no, you don't mm-hmm. know what their books are like. Nope. We don't know. And just, I mean, I literally, that is my my mantra, is yeah. staying in your lane. Because yes. it's working. If it's not working, maybe you do need to reach out and find out what's not working for you. Exactly. But we are in one of the most competitive areas in Needham between yeah. Wellesley, Newton, Needham, and uh, there's enough to go around. We're a populated area. A whole area. lot to go around. Absolutely. Especially with all the different, you know, the different transitions of, of aging. You know, you have the millennials, you have yes. the... Gen X, you have the... It's like you just have the different... Not one med spa can service them all. No, and also that you brought that up, my... I have a PA who's Mm 40-ish. I have a nurse who's 30-ish. And they all have different... Little following. Yes, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, So I think that's also helpful to kind of address... You just mentioned millennials. Mm-hmm. addressing different age populations yes. and a lot of my patients are my age and some are postmenopausal and we're mm-hmm. talking about you know how that affects both the skin of the face mm-hmm. you know the vagina mm-hmm. body exactly. um so i think that's really important too is trying to find you know what is your what's your group and how do you promote that and yes. educate Exactly, because you guys have the wellness center here, which I think is a great piece, because you and Heather, you guys are such boss babes, you know, (laughs) you guys have put that together. So tell us a little bit more um, about the wellness center, how that kind of integrates with the med spa, and how you reach out to the community with that kind of educational and wellness piece. Yeah, so um, I met Heather Gillette um, right before I opened the first Elite, Yes. And she is a branding master. Yes. She, she's worked all over the country. Wow. And I didn't even know how to brand myself. Do I brand myself as me? Do I brand? Do I come up with a name? Yeah. So that's how we met and we became best friends. And over the last five, six years, mm-hmm. she has seen me need to grow Yes. in space. Yes. Because we were stepping over each other in this 1,000 square foot. <laughs> and based on where she was in her career, she was really interested in growing wellness she actually did a lot of branding for cvs and realized that there's such a big wellness 
need. Yeah. And this beautiful space came up over COVID. So and wild. I was like, that's it. It's right across the street. I don't have to move in terms of moving my patient population. Mm -hmm. And um, she and I decided to go into business together to mm -hmm. open the wellness piece. Yeah. Um, I think there's such a, I mean, I don't have to tell you, you lived through COVID. There's <laughs> yeah. such a need for wellness. 100%. And people have really, I mean, you watch TV, now there's commercials for meditation. When did that ever happen? I was like, wow. A meditation app on commercials. So, yeah, Calm and all of yeah. these things coming out. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. So yeah. there obviously is a need, but also we felt like at the where we were in our life that mm -hmm. this was a great business opportunity. Yeah. So our wellness center, we have a gorgeous salt room. I know, it's so nice. It's amazing. It's good for relaxation and yeah. wonderful for your respiratory system. Um, and then we have a ton of body treatments through, mm -hmm. we have three amazing Asian old school massage therapists, nice. but they do cupping and Reiki and Ooh. hot stones and body scrubs and girl, I need to get in there. Like, <laughs> I need to be here right now. Like, but one of the things I love so much is we do classes. Yeah. And so on Saturday night, we have, we have a lot of events. Saturday mm -hmm. night we did a tarot reading, salt room, birthday yes. event. Um, we have, uh, I, you know, I like to dance. So we I know. Have, uh, always uh, dance and check out her Instagram. Uh, uh, She's an actual dancer. I do. Like, well, not like I used to be, but I still like to dance. Yeah. Um, so we do salsa and salt. We yeah. will have a little, but they're small groups. Mm -hmm. And really my inspiration is I went to a spa that you had to obviously stay there, go, mm -hmm. and then they had all of these experiences. And I was like, why don't we have experiences that you can pop in yes. for two, three hours and not stay a whole weekend? Yes. So we will customize wow. experiences. But we have a long list of those you can choose from. We have a autumn abundant, abundance right now for candle making, yeah. crystals, setting your intention. So it's wow. a really nice... It's a nice compliment yeah. to feeling good externally, but also mm. feeling internally. really good internally. Yeah. So that's one of the how that happened. Place. And then we basically advertise that we have like a 2,000 patient population. Yep. So mm -hmm. we advertise within, we advertise with all the other ways, with social media yes. and um, Google ads and mm. whatnot. So that's yeah. so great. I love it. And I, I, that's one of my favorite parts of like your med spa is that you do, there's not many med spas that do that. I think it's becoming something more regular that's mm -hmm. happening with med spas. Mm -hmm. um, and where they're focusing on the inner person because you can do whatever you want to the canvas, but if it's not right, it's, 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 yeah. You're not we all know we feel yeah. better when we've taken care of ourselves. Exactly. And that's one of those things I do. I had a patient come in the other day who was incredibly tearful. She just lost her daughter-in-law to mm. breast cancer. And she's like, I can't believe I'm here and I'm getting Botox. And how stupid is that? And I was like, honey, oh. you're taking care of yourself. Care you have been taking care of somebody for a year and a half mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and now you're taking care of you why is that a bad why do we have to judge ourselves mm. for taking care of ourselves I think women do it more though oh for sure because you just feel guilty yeah. that kind of caretaker thing you're yeah. like oh my god absolutely wow. yeah. that's wow so you know we're kind of wrapping down here but I do you have so much knowledge and I want you to look at our audience and tell them you know, if you were to give, you know, a newer med spa owner or even someone who's in business, but they need to kind of have a reset, what would be your biggest piece of advice to other med spa owners in the field in order to improve any words of advice for them? Yeah, I think one of the 
I, I go back to staying in your own lane. I think finding your niche is one of the most important things. Find what you're good at, uh, what you feel comfortable doing, what you feel like it, it comes second nature. I mean, you know, the old adage is that if you love your job, you don't work a day in your life. And my kids have watched me grow, and I've said that to them a million times over, that if you're lucky enough, you really do find something you really enjoy, mm -hmm. but also take those courses, learn more, become the expert, um, and try to get away a little, you know, social media is so important in our field, but there are times you just need to shut it down. If you're following mm -hmm. somebody and you're getting those kind of, I don't know, competitive vibes and mm -hmm. stop, stay in your lane, do your thing and ask for help when you need it. Yeah. Wow. That is such great advice. Oh my God. Dr. Joelle, it's been such a pleasure Thank you, Leslie. Sitting with you, talking to you, having our listeners learn about you and me, of course. And, you know, um, let everyone know where to find you on the internet. And I'm going to be linking everything in the show notes for you guys. Um, and if you're in Massachusetts, you should definitely come by here. But tell them where you can find me on the internet. So we, on the internet, we're at myelitemedspa.com. Uh, we have many different Instagrams because yes. all of us have our own. Um, I'm at Dr. Joelle Lehman. And our main page for Instagram is My Elite Med Spa. Um, if you're interested in, in our experiences, it's My Elite Experience. Yes. So that's our wellness piece. That's yeah. so great. Well, thank you again for your time. Thank today. you. <laughs> you're wonderful. So are you. <laughs> thank, thank you. Bye, y'all. Like what you heard? Please leave us a review. I appreciate you listening and your support. Follow us on Instagram at Plan Life Happens and comment on this episode's post. Also, I appreciate your feedback and ideas. Improving is the name of the game. I'm Leslie Tracy, your host. Thanks for listening.